Welcome to episode three of the Good Morning League podcast from the League School of Greater Boston. Today we are speaking with Christine Biajati Bridges of Dell Technologies. Christine is the parent of an autistic individual, as well as the co-founder of Dell's True Ability Employee Resource Group and Neurodiversity Hiring Program. Christine, thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, do you want to start by talking a little bit about your personal experience with autism and special needs and sort of how that's shaped your career? So thank you for having me today. It's my pleasure to be here. And I'm um, the lucky mom of my daughter, Kayla, and my stepson, Matthew. And they have both taught me so much about what it means to be uh, differently abled or having superpowers, as I call them. And over the years, I've learned a lot about autism. Matthew came into my life when he was four years old, and I knew nothing about autism. And I quickly started learning by fire, coming up to speed and understanding what all of this means. Um, but I was fortunate in many ways, having a lot of experience with my daughter and her special needs to be that advocate and understanding how the education and healthcare systems work so that I could best support both of them. And along this journey, understanding how Matthew thinks differently really made me think about how the future looks for both of these individuals and what opportunities are out there for them in the future for employment. So thinking about that, you know, I'm always asking the question, you know, what can we do to make things more inclusive for everybody? So you said he was four years old when you first met him, and how old is he now? He's 19. 19, okay. So you've seen him go from a very young child all the way through, you know, early adulthood to now yes. being adult. What is that sort of transition been like from what you've seen of him and how he's grown and, and the different um, opportunities that he's had? Uh, I've seen tremendous growth in Matthew and his ability to take the things that he's really good at and focus that energy on learning and in doing those activities. Um, something that he really likes is music. He's always loved rock and roll music and he can recite lyrics from songs. He can tell you who the artist is that's playing it, like really, really engaged in that. And, and with that, you know, when you're trying to teach him something new, sometimes if you have that music on, it's almost like a little motivator. And he's at the point now where he's actually expressing jobs and things that he would like to do and trying different things. He's volunteering time, uh, doing Meals on Wheels. He's uh, working at a um, apartment complex, helping them clean their gym equipment. He's been working with a landscape company. And on, on the weekends when he has our full attention and he's not at school, he likes to go up to a farm in New Hampshire and, you know, do stuff in the gardens, learn how to use the landscaping equipment. Um, and anything that's motorized, heavy equipment, he loves those things. So if somebody's on the tractor or we're, you know, driving to New Hampshire, we see a construction site. He's like, oh, those are like what dad works with. So okay. really puts things together. And I know your your personal experience has sort of helped shape um, your professional experience with Dell. Can you talk a little bit about the reasons why you came to Dell in the first place uh, and then also sort of what your role has turned into over the years? So I came to Dell back in 2003 and I, um, was very upfront during the hiring process about how I had a daughter with special needs and that, you know, there were days that I might need to do doctor's appointments and things with her and I needed a little flexibility. And early on, I said, you know, I'm willing to give you 110%. I'll prove to you I can do the job. I can do a really good job. 
but I just need to know that if we have to go to Boston Children's Hospital for a midday appointment, that it's not going to be an issue. And they were amazing, willing to work with me. And right away, it was clear that the culture um, really supported, you know, that family environment. And previous to Dell, I had worked at a lot of small startup companies, but I'd be there three or four years and then move on to the next one, particularly in the high tech industry. And now I've been at Dell for 20 years. So something to be said about their um, support for families. It's interesting that you, you say that because, you know, so much of what we hear is how we can help people, you know, younger people with special needs, um, people with autism, but it's also how we can support the families as well, the parents, um, just sort of taking that view of, of, you know, helping the entire family because it's not just one person, it's it's everyone. I think it's, it's interesting that, you know, you had that experience and then, you know, also having you know, helping your, your children as well. What, um, so what is your current role at Dell and how has it changed? So my current role is I actually work in IT. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of project management um, on big enterprise product products that we support. Um, but my volunteer job mm-hmm. is I am the North America co-lead for our True Ability Employee Resource Group. And um, the mission of True Ability is to empower our Dell Technology team members towards a greater purpose by educating, raising awareness, and to serve as a resource for team members impacted by disabilities. And and in my mind, I always say, it's what can we do to support our employees, their families, and our community partners. And for me, um, I think the path that I have led with Kayla and Matthew has really led me to, this is a natural role for me to be able to support people and um, one of the things that we've done over the last five years through TrueAbility is looking at the future of our workforce and not being able to get enough talent into some of the um, roles that we have. So we started a um, neurodiversity at Dell program where it allows us to really kind of alter our interview process. And instead of your standard interview where you come in and you sit and you get grilled by people, we allow our candidates to come in over a two-week period and actually showcase their skills, get to know the managers, so that now our managers can see the best work environment, the things that really support the individual, but then we see the skills they really have. And um, it's an amazing opportunity and we've hired some really amazing people through that new model. And those at other companies may have been individuals who wouldn't have gotten hired, maybe wouldn't even have gotten through the door in the interview process. How important is it that you, know, you guys are serving as a model for other companies in terms of their hiring practices and things like that? I think it's critical. Um, when you look at the unemployment rate or the underemployed rate for individuals that are neurodiverse, I think... Um, you know, it's a step in the right direction. And I think as companies start looking at adopting, you know, a model that works for their culture, you know, everybody's model might not be the same as Dell's, but um, thinking about that process and what can we do to make it more inclusive and allowing people to really shine in those interviews. That very first cohort we did back in 2018, I remember talking to some of the individuals that came in and the one thing they always said is we could never get in the front door nobody would give us an opportunity because maybe we spoke too slow. Maybe we didn't respond to a telephone screen question 
quick enough. And there are all these subtle things that people think differently, so they do things differently. And now internally by us taking that opportunity to, tr to train people what neurodiverse individuals might need to be successful, I think has really you know, changed a lot in being able to share that information with other companies. It seems like companies just have to be flexible, certainly, but also just have faith in, in the process um, and, you know, trust that it's going to work. Because I'm sure even if other companies started it, it might not go so smoothly at the beginning, um, mm -hmm. but seeing it through and sticking with it. Um, so it's, and it seems like Dell definitely made that commitment. But, you know, what would you say other companies could do if they if they were hesitant, you know, if they had reservations about it? You know, what would you say about breaking down those barriers. And, and I think you just have to do it. You have mm -hmm. to pull the plug and do it. Um, the one thing we're seeing now is our managers are coming to us and saying, we've been managing people that are neurodiverse for years. It's just never had a name. We didn't know. And as a manager, because I'm thinking a little bit differently on how I interact with my team to be more clear and concise in breaking down information instead of just dumping a page worth of data on a desk, you might have four or five clear, concise paragraphs. And they're saying it's making us better managers for our entire team because we're thinking about everybody. Um, you know, and the other thing I want to add is I think one thing we've seen when this started, you know, we were trying to fill roles that weren't getting filled. And, you know, it could be in software engineering, it could be in data analytics, it could be services. It didn't matter where it was. But there's a, this is a talent pool that has some really amazing talent that has been overlooked for years. And now when we open up our opportunities to have a cohort and bring things in, we have managers coming and saying, we want to be involved. We don't want to miss out on this. This is something we need to be a part of. So the success is there and they start to see it and it begins to snowball. And five years in, you know, we're over a hundred employees now. Wow. And I, I like how, you know, you're talking about how the benefits of the program and yes, there are certainly benefits to the people who are getting hired, but you're also, you're mentioning the benefits to the company. Like it's not just, you're not, you're not doing them a favor. Right. They're actually doing real work and, and making the company better and, and making their managers' lives easier. And, and yeah. Absolutely. And they shake up the thought process. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they look at a problem a little bit differently than you or I would. And in that first cohort, we had an individual come in who really thought differently. And he was given a project and the manager figured it was going to take him, you know, maybe six months to do it. And he had it done in six weeks. You know, it was a much shorter timeline than what was expected. And when they sat down and looked at how he thought about it and did the project, they've changed their whole way of some of their engineering processes because it was simpler, it was more streamlined, and it was a different way, a perspective that they hadn't thought about. You mentioned all of these things, and it could be applicable to any company in any line of work, but to have it be at a company like Dell that's a pretty sophisticated, cutting-edge, technology-based, you know, company, you might not expect, you know, this type of program to, to work at a company like Dell, but I think it says a lot that... And it's our culture. Yeah. You know, definitely in our culture. And switching gears now to the League School, I know you've been involved with our Neurodiversity Employment Incubator, which is a group that launched back in May and has tried to move forward the idea of more neurodiverse hiring practices throughout the community and it's been a collaboration of different educators and business leaders and people here at the League School. Can you talk a little bit more about what that group is and what it does and also your involvement in it? 
So I had the opportunity to um, speak at the very first meeting and talk about some of the things that we've done at Dell and you know, share that information so that other people could join the conversation and think about what we're doing. I personally think that this is a great, great, great project. And, you know, when you look at the project mission, the ability to create employment opportunities in the community through the development of businesses and partnerships designed to meet the employment needs of neurodiverse individuals, this can apply to any company out there, big or small. This can apply to any school that's out there and any um, service provider that may be supporting our neurodiverse individuals, whether it's in employment or in school. And when you think about our individuals joining the workforce at 22 years old, the idea of this collaboration between all these different organizations is making it so that they are prepared to come into the workforce because we're all providing input on what we see that is important. You know, whether you have the landscape company down the road or you have the food service that's providing meals at the senior center or a big corporation like Dell, everybody has different needs, but a lot of those basic skills overlap and making sure that our individuals are prepared to go in the workforce gives them an advantage when they're ready to move on from school. Here at League, we have a lot of job coaches who take our students out into the community and they, you know, they get, well, they get job experience here at the school first. And then once they're ready, if they decide that they're ready, they go out into to different, um, you know, community partners with their job coaches. And, you know, I, I've been to a few of them and it's, it's pretty striking to see sort of the students interact with the employees and just how quickly they become part of just interactions with employees. You know, they, they fit in so well and they just love, you know, they love having the students there and they, you know, they do really hard work. Some need more supervision um, than others, but I think it's, it's pretty clear that there, there is a place for them at these businesses. It's just a matter of getting them in the door. So I think, you know, things like this are, are, are a great start. Um, moving forward, you know, what do you sort of see as the, the next steps, what needs to be done to keep this process going? So, you know, Larry has had um, some great conversations around yeah. this with all of us. And the CEO, Larry, Larry Sauer. Yeah, yeah. Larry, our CEO here at the League School. There are goals that we're looking at, um, creating those business partnerships in the community to employ neurodiverse individuals as a majority of the business workforce. And these businesses might have the goal of employing and keeping neurodiverse individuals in the workforce or maybe desert designed as a training ground where neurodiverse individuals can learn the skills they need to work in other similar employment opportunities. And I think that's a great number one goal, you know, having more skills. You know, when we think about our, our, I'll just say our typical peers when they're graduating from, say, a technical high school, they've already been trained specific skills for, you know, welding or air conditioning or HVAC or something like that, and they go through the regular traditional high school program to do that. Our neurodiverse individuals might need, you know, additional training in some of these places, but the fact that they have the ability to do the same jobs, they just learn it a little bit differently and, you know, have that opportunity to be as polished and ready to enter the workforce as our, our, our typical peers. And then the second goal is, you know, develop a consultative service for already established businesses that want to learn how to work better 
with neurodiverse workforce and in these difficult times when staffing is a challenge for everyone, there is a potential to increase the neurodiversity in the workforce. So for individuals with autism, it is true for the entire disability community, they have a much higher unemployment rate as a general population. You know, and, and that's something certainly we've seen over the years. You know, like I said earlier, that untapped talent pool. And you just have to know how to um, tap it. Mm-hmm. And you have some great employees. And, you know, bringing it back to, to your son, he's, he's older now. But, you know, when you look back, when you first met him and all the work that you've done, so how do you feel about the future going forward and the, the opportunities that, that he will have and how far things have come and how far things still need to go? In the last 15 years, I would say there's been some significant progress on what opportunities are available. Because we are having these conversations, people are talking about it. I think education is key for everybody involved. Going forward, he certainly has a bright future ahead of him. But as a whole, I think as a community, we all need to really get involved and do a little bit more because there's always work to do and there's, there's always more work to do. And I think, you know, as we we go through this evolution, you know, we're going to look back 15 years from now and be like, well, this has always been the norm, you know, and that's my, that would be my vision to see that um, there is no differentiation for neurodiverse people in the workforce than our typical peers. Well, it's funny that you use the word volunteer to describe what you do at Dell, because I'm sure it is, you know, quite a bit of work. Um, so, you know, thank you for everything you've done at Dell, but also, you know, coming into the league school and working with us on, on you know, the incubator project as we look at these things. So, um, yeah, thank you for, for everything you've done and, and thank you for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. And um, I'm very, very, very passionate about this. And, um, you know, I see this as uh, the future going forward. Our thanks to Christine for speaking with us and for being such an advocate for those with autism and special needs. Check out the link in the description for more on the Dell True Ability program. And you can find all episodes of Good Morning League by visiting leagueschool.org slash podcast.